Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Good morning and welcome to Community Connect with Ed Weiner and Greg McHenry on OCRFM 98.3 here in Colac and 88.7 FM along the coast. We're also streaming live at all the wsocrfm.org.au. I'd like to acknowledge the Wadawurrung people who are the traditional owners of the land we're recording on today and also pay my respects to their elders, both past and present. I'd also like to acknowledge any First Nations people who may be listening. G'day, Eddie. Hi, Greg. How are you? All right. We're still in that isolation type thing of um, keeping a distance, but we're socially doing our right thing in any way. We are. I'm Zooming with these Masks beautiful people. Are, I'm not <laughs> sure what day we're up to, but we're, at least we're not getting any new bits and pieces going on with this horrible virus, which we don't really want to talk about. But anyway, we need to, and we need to be wearing our masks and doing all the right things. Look, our guests today are Kylie White and Millie Reed, and they're both from Wellways. And I'm going to read out their titles, but I'm only going to do it once. And we'll talk to Millie first, I think, because she was the one who was pointed, you know, Ebony, Ebony Hickey pointed us to Millie, I think, to, to have a chat with Wellways. And Amelia Reed, or Millie Reed, is a peer and community <laughs> coordinator with Barwon and the Great South Coast region. It sounds a great title, Millie. How are you? Good to meet you. Thanks for having me on. Firstly, I'm a little nervous. Last time I went on the radio, I just went really silent. So Why did you do that? I don't know. I think I talk with body language. So you know, bear with me if I, if I stutter. <laughs> no, that's all right. Now, have you got any good words to say about Ebony? I mean, she was the one that dobbed you in. Hi, Eb, if you're listening. She's oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, we'll make sure she does because as you said, we are streaming live, but we also podcast this. So, oh, um, wonderful. You'll be pointing Ebony to it. Well, I'll wave. I'm waving. Yeah, right. I'm waving at it. We're getting, we don't put the video up, really. No, wave to listeners. (laughs) Well, thanks for having me, guys. And and you said you're nervous and you're carrying on with it too, Bob. Anyway, I don't think you're nervous. (laughs) <laughs> but now we're up in the top corner of our screen because we are doing this once again via Zoom, Ed. We've got Kylie White. Now, I'm only going to say this once, but we want to find out about it, Kylie. You're an inclusion net project officer. And uh, <laughs> once again, it's with the Barwon and the Great South Coast region of Wellway. Yeah. So welcome. So now, were you dobbed in by Ebony or did you get invited by Millie? Um, I think I was invited by Millie via Ebony. Or Ebony via Millie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. So we've got to really give our thanks to Ebony anyway for the fact that we do. And we're all together and it's a beautiful day. I actually bumped into Ebony yesterday at the Wellerong um, Aboriginal Cooperative and that was really nice to meet her face to face. Right now, a couple of meetings, or a couple of meetings, well, yeah, Zoom meetings ago when we were having a chat, uh, the, the Aboriginal meeting place there, can, can you pronounce it? I don't know. I'll no, it's. I mean, I'll I know. There, I know. I don't know the name. It's Karakaramean. Karakaramean. C a r a c a r a m i g e n. Karakaramean is the. Karakaramean. Excellent. So it's nice to know that it makes it sound as though you're from the area because you're actually located in Geelong, aren't you? We are. Yeah. Okay. So we yeah. love Polak. And we you're do. going to love it more. We'll be talking a bit more about projects and that sort of stuff that are going to go on around there. But firstly, can we find out a bit about Wellways and also 
it's unusual. Normally, people talk about Barwon in the southwest region. Now, you're calling it Barwon in the great south coast region, which is really beautiful. Yeah. So, so we, what, are you, I mean, what are you covering? So the whole of Western Victoria for Wellways and, and pretty much most of Australia, but our programs specifically are... I work up to almost the border of South Australia, really. So Portland, Hamilton, um, Warrnambool, Ballarat, Geelong, Colac, Otway. Yeah. I'm assuming you get a company car. We do. We do. But we haven't been allowed to leave the house for nine months. So. (laughs) How's all that been going? Because it has. It has been interesting. It's been really nice to work in my pajamas and you know have my dogs around me. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. On, on on those you know on some of those days, but it's also been uh, pretty isolating. And you know, um, you forget how much you miss having conversations with people over coffee or all that kind of work you do naturally that's not booked in via an email account. So, Well, there was well ways. You're a big part of what you do is mental health work. So how have you been able to, with, well, it's more than nine months now that we've had this, the various lockdowns and the, the distancing been going on. So how has that been going, not just with the work you've got, which you're going to tell us about that well ways do, but with the people who you are dealing with? Yeah, so we... I think one of the um, beneficial things I, I, you know, experience quite significant anxiety on on most days. One of those nice things is that I sent our team home a little bit earlier than most uh, places so we could get prepared. So we kind of went, well, we're going to be working from home for ages. So we transferred our whole group program onto Zoom. We made contact with pretty much everybody we worked with or everybody we worked with and sort of did, I guess, maybe like a bit of a digital audit you'd call it so do you have a smartphone do you have data do you have a laptop do you know how to use it um and then for people that didn't have those things we sourced them and did you know training through windows and front doors and from cars in ppe (laughs) to uh teach people how to get onto the internet or log into their smartphone or use zoom and then everything was online for a bit so people have had a different learning. That's good. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think there was, you know, there was a little bit of assumption that some some people and maybe older people as well weren't very tech savvy. And what we what we recognise, and that's just, you know, some people assume that, is that everybody's sort of used to keeping in contact with people, you know, their grandkids and family members via Skype and people that live overseas. So, um, you know, it was... We found it to be not as big of a task as we thought it would be, but the people that did need that support, we provided it. And um, it was quite, you know, it was quite uh, comical at times <laughs> for both of us, you know, like through a doorway with a tablet trying to do things. <laughs> oh, it sounds exciting. <laughs> and then when you're talking about the elderly, we'll see, we, we're reasonably savvy and we are part of the elderly group but we've, and we've got young grandchildren ourselves and we've had that difficulty, but it, it also... Uh, with the, the whole network of family, we've got different attitudes through the family in terms of safety and safety mm. requirements with people with different um, needs or different susceptibilities to, to illness and whatever else. So with the distancing and that sort of thing, that has been really difficult for us as people just in the street or not allowed in the yeah. street 
it must have been quite difficult for you. You're nodding vigorously there, Kylie. It must have been quite difficult for you to get the people to adapt to that, to have to use technology and stuff. Mm. Well, I've actually only been at Wellway since late November, so I wasn't part of that process that Millie's describing of, of transferring all the services on online. But I know in every field, people have had to be very creative in the way they adapt their work to, uh, to enable people to, you know, still connect and still join together in, for services, but um, on Zoom or in, you know, different ways. Um, or yelling out of car windows or whatever it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, I know as, a, as I, I was, a t I'm a teacher as well. And I was teaching at the start of the first lockdown and I was, all my classes went on Zoom and, you know, it, it's a big adjustment for everybody. But uh, one of the programs that Wellways runs is called Well Connected. And that's, uh, you know, has different elements to it. And one element of Well Connected is the uh, groups program um, and our groups all transitioned onto Zoom and um, I was facilitating a singing group through Well Connected and that was through Zoom and that was a bit of fun, <laughs> challenging, but fun. But yeah. now it, it begs the question that if you only started in November that you must have gone through an interview process for a job, did you? To get, so that was all done via Zoom, I'd assume. Yes, it was. It was Zoom. It was a Zoom interview. <laughs> and was that with you, Millie? It sure was. It sure was. But I think I'd been, um, I was well and truly accustomed to Zoom by the time I interviewed Kylie. I think one of the nice, well, not, yeah, probably one of the nice things around that whole initial phase with COVID and everybody transferring everything is it was kind of like a collective experience you know, I had lots of chats with people going, I honestly am not really sure what I'm doing either. Let's figure it out together. And, yeah, it is kind of like kind of stressful and difficult and, you know, and yet, times. Yeah, and there are some benefits. I mean, in my singing group we had someone from Portland, someone from Colac uh, and from Geelong. So, you know, one benefit of Zoom is, of course, in some ways you can invite more people to be part of yeah. your group than you could otherwise. And we've, we've seen that too. We've got a LGBTQIA plus group that runs, well, it started off in Geelong and it's pretty much across Western Victoria now. We have people from Melbourne. We had people, you know, in Portland, Hamilton that have historically been pretty isolated, especially in those um, communities, been able to all connect. And I think they're organising to go to like a pet show or something. There's something cool happening face to face. And we've seen it with our carers support group as well, which has been really nice. So we've had people from Geelong connecting with people from Port Ferry, connecting with people from Hamilton, connecting with people here and their spaces and people that they might not have normally met due to some, you know, caring duties and having a busy life and maybe not feeling confident to drive four hours to, you know, visit a town. So it's been cool. That in is that cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, with this, you know, you've got, and I'm going to say the umbrella group, the rainbow group, um, yep. as a support group. What are the other groups and what are the other things that you actually work with in the, in our area? What are the services that are available to various people? I've mentioned mental health. You've mentioned yeah, so Yeah, so we've got, I guess, the Well Connected Program, and it's a bit of a long name. It's funded under what's called the National Psychosocial Support Measure. So that funding is for people that, 
um, either aren't eligible for the NDIS or they might be better suited to some work like this. Our whole workforce is a peer workforce. So uh, people with their own experiences of mental illness and mental health challenges or being a carer in that space. We work with people for up to a year and that's quite often a lot to do with connecting to community and finding a place to belong. Um, or it could be around maybe some daily living skills, connecting back into work, some advocacy. I mean, I think about some of just that, you know, your daily things that you do. That's what we would support people to do. So, yeah, it's really nice. So how do they get to you? Or how do they know that Wellways is a place to go to? So... Well, we advertise, but people can get referred through their GP, but they don't have to. Um, they can self-refer by calling us. So they can contact me on my direct mobile number, which is 0438 575314. Or they can also send us through an email at wellconnectedwestvic at wellways.org. Um, we'll need we, we try to make that. Sorry, what was it? Sorry, and we try and make the process as simple as possible. <laughs> okay, now so, you're happy for that number to be to be put out there because I've got the connection number for Wellways organisation is one three hundred triple one four hundred. Yes, so that's our that's our main number, and that will that's our kind of Australia wide. That's our central point, and you'll get directed to the service that's most uh, fitting for your local area. But that mobile number is just my direct number. Okay, well, we will publish that. And yes. so, so what is the age group? So we work for the Well Connected program at 16 to 65 with flexibility on either side, um, you know, depending on people's needs. Well, you need a bit of flexibility on one side for us. I'm not going to say which side. But... <laughs> <laughs> and, and we've got a couple of other programs as well. So we've got... Um, youth mental mental health outreach for young people that are experiencing homelessness. We've got NDIS supports um, across the Barwon kind of West Vic region as well. Um, we've got a helpline, which is really, really wonderful. And we've found a lot of people find that quite valuable that can also do scheduled calls, which is uh, one of the things that might be a little bit different from your standard phone call. So somebody might want to organise some regular phone contact and the helpline can contact you. And that's all delivered by peer workers as well, which is. What about um, so, uh, suicide prevention? Is it, Do we have a? Yes. Yeah. So we've got uh, in the in the Ballarat area, which Hold on, I'm just, I'm, I'm flicking through my uh, memory bank. So we've got the Wayback and Hope services in, in the Ballarat and Great South Coast regions and referral to those programs is through um, the hospital as well. So. Okay, what is that helpline number, Millie? The helpline is. Because we'll probably grab that up. As well. I mean, while you're looking that up, we just, I heard this morning that Lifeline were making mention that the suicide rate has increased. I don't know whether you heard that this morning on radio. That, I didn't uh, hear it. I did hear that they received in the first week of January 22,000 calls, which was, I can't remember the exact statistics, but it's the highest number of calls they've ever had in that period of time in wow. existence with Lifeline. It also does, well, I guess one of the, 
things that is good is that people are seeking help or a lot of people are, which I, you know, I, I clap everybody that's doing that. I also think it's good to, if you're feeling a certain way to make that phone call. Don't wait Ab until you get really bad. Just do it. Absolutely. Because a lot of the work nowadays, and we, we did have a discussion with Lifeline and we've also had discussion a couple of weeks ago with, a, uh, with people who have put a program together called Marooned, which is a play that is well worth seeing, that mm. people are now talking more about suicide. But the thing is we need to prevent, be preventing it. And I think that talking about it is best prevention Yeah. and not being scared to talk about it. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's where social inclusion um, comes into play because we know people feeling and being included in safe spaces in their own chosen communities and networks is, is a really huge part of suicide prevention. And those networks are so varied. Mm. You know, some people have gaming networks that are solely online. Some people have gardening groups. But it's, you know, Facebook. Mm. Motorbike groups. Oh, who's a motorbike? All kinds of groups. No, no, we just know. Well, yeah, we, we've got friends. One of my cousins is in Dykes on Bikes. Uh, oh, yeah. And so, I mean, they're, they're a great mob. Uh, we get along really well with them. And um, mm. yeah, so be with your group and talk with the people within your groups, one of the big things. I've got Absolutely. to ask you, Kylie. You've gone from being a school teacher. I suppose there was a bit of impetus to get away from it because of the nature of the way that changed. But why did you leave school work to go to Wellways? Well, actually, um, so it, I started my career in social work and community work, and then I went into teaching. Uh, I went into music, actually, and then I went into community arts and then into teaching. But uh, my later years of teaching have been in adult education. So my last job was teaching at Deakin Uni. Um, teaching English, academic English to international students. And uh, so when coronavirus happened and the borders closed, our jobs ended. <laughs> Basically, once our contracts were finished, we, we lost our jobs. Lots of, hundreds of people lost their jobs. So, um, yeah, so I was uh, unemployed for a few months while I was looking for work and I, I had really wanted been wanting for quite a long time actually to reconnect with community. Um, I was missing working in the community sector. And so when this job came up at Wellways, um, I thought it was perfect for me because, uh, A, I knew that Wellways is actually a really great organisation. And I say that not with any, uh, you know, <laughs> from any official capacity, just it's really a value-driven organisation that really walks its talk. Um, and um, I respect that greatly about the organisation. So I felt like it would be a great fit for where I wanted to be. Um, so, the, yeah, I mean, we have had a lot of reports of increased mental health um, needs during COVID, during COVID times and during lockdowns, et cetera. Obviously, it exacerbated um, a lot of people's mental health issues. Um, and also it exacerbated the issues that were already existing in the community around loneliness and isolation. And there's a lot of research that shows, um, that has documented the huge physical and mental um, health effects of social isolation, you know, more than the cost of obesity, more than the cost of 
uh, health outcomes from smoking, etc. So it's a, it's a huge issue, and it's an issue that's only gotten more, you know, more in our minds, I suppose, with this whole coronavirus thing and stopping us from doing our usual stuff that we used to do face to face. Those of us who did do that. Um, so from that uh, need, uh, the West Vic Primary Health Network um, funded several programs across Victoria. And uh, so in the Ballarat region, they've got one in the Grampians region and Southwest region, they've got um, a grant going. And Wellways was successful in getting the grant for the Geelong Otway region. So that's all the LGAs within that region. And um, the mission, I suppose, of this project is basically to, br to, to bring people together to maximise the resources we have in the community and maximise the space that people have to talk about what the issues are, what is preventing people from connecting and to create um, networks and resources to combat some of that. Yeah, great. Okay, so now you've got that part of your the whole social inclusion inclusion project. That's so right. We'll, so we'll have a bit of a yarn about that. We're going to have a little break now. Okay. Put a track on. Um, and the one we're going to be choosing, I believe, is going to be from Emily Waramara, who's a person that we have seen. And, uh, yeah, well, you're rocking and rolling. Oh, <laughs> I love her. I love her so much. Yes. She's so do we, and we've had a you've had a pretty good choice there in uh, in picking this uh, Kylie White there, I reckon, Millie. Absolutely, we we are absolutely thrilled. Here we are. Well, okay, <laughs> okay, we're going to have this break where we're going to listen to Emily Waramara, and uh, you're with Edwina and Greg here on OCR FM ninety eight point three in Colac and eighty eight point seven FM along the coast, and uh, the weather's being a lot better down there. They'll be rocking and rolling down around Polo and the rest of it. Oh, and Lauren, and let's hope everyone stays safe. There's been far too many drownings and people be safe around the water and stay between those flags. Doesn't take much to, to do the right thing, does it, Ed? No, you just it have doesn't. to listen to what's going on. But anyway, yeah, we're talking with Kylie White and Amelia Millie Reed from Wellways, and we'll be back with you after this track by Emily Waramara. Our guests today are both from Wellways and uh, they're Kylie White and Amelia, Millie Reed, And we've just had a listen to the track by Emily Waramara, and it was called Lady Blue. And that was chosen by, I don't know who chose that. One of you girls did. Ah, it was Kylie. Thank you. I was, yeah, come back to you. I was going to come back to you too, Kylie, because I made mention of your, um, you put your hand up and said that you're working on a, a special project, social inclusion project. Mm. So you did. You made a little comment about it before we had the break. What's that all mm. about? Yeah. So the reason behind it was because of that perceived increase in social isolation during COVID, and um, the idea is to create, a, I guess, a region-wide approach to bringing people together. You know, to social connection and social inclusion, and getting. Um, so there's a lot of different aspects to this project, but one aspect is about creating a region-wide um, um, social inclusion network for organisations and community groups, etc., to share ideas and resources, uh, to come up with a, a charter of social inclusion in the region, and to sign on to agreeing to work in an inclusive manner. And um, also part of the 
objective is to create uh, a, some sort of resource that will make it easier for people to access social activities and also to get resources. You know, for example, if a, if a group wants to start a project but they don't have the money or they don't know how to write a grant application or something, you know, something that brings them together with other organisations and other people who might be able to help them. It's all about sharing ideas and sharing resources. And the other part of the, uh, one other part of the project is also to resource, to work on the ground, like with community members who've experienced social isolation, to find out what the issues are and what the gaps are in people being able to access services and to participate in a co-design process um, to design some sort of resource. So we're hoping that the whole, the whole project has been evolving because the idea behind it is about collaboration and it's about working together with other groups, with other people. And so we've got sort of various little um, projects that are starting and one of the projects that we wanted to look at starting was in Colac area because, you know, often regional areas are, they have specific issues that are specific to being a region, you know, being a country area um, that might be different to city areas and or big regional towns. So even though Colac is a big town, <laughs> but um, yeah, so we, uh, I, my role is basically to try and outreach into the community to bring organisations together and groups together to talk about social inclusion and also to look at where the need is and what can we actually start to create in, in a practical sense that might um, make things a little bit easier for people who are struggling to get access. With the Colac area, um, one area that you, uh, you've mentioned about inclusion is that a lot of the disability services are, are, are sourced from Geelong, say, um, things like, uh, and we're aware and we were a party to helping Colac area health, for example, and now dispensing uh, medication for people living with HIV, whereas once upon a time they've had to go elsewhere for it, the same as you know, because of the, the lack of re regional resource or regional acceptability or acceptance. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we are a special area in Colac Way in terms of inclusion and resourcing for required uh, services. So it's a great mm -hmm. thing that you're doing. Mm. So do you think have in from your perspective, do you do you both come from Colac or are you outside no, of Colac? Or? We're actually in Geelong, um, but we've now been broadcasting down there for about two and a half years. Oh, and I see. With that we've got a fair fair feeling for the for the entire area. We were actually just talking um, before with with a chap, Peter Kelly, who's from Colac Area Health, and he's starting up a survey in the near future. And I don't do you know um, Peter? Do you, Millie? I've heard the name. Yeah, Peter's Peter's a great resource here. He's doing a survey on needs for the area. Oh um, wow, fantastic! That's going to be starting now. I've I've said that I'm, I shouldn't probably have said it too much on air now. I won't say any more. But it's all being proactive and recognizing mm -hmm. that as a, a regional area they need more than just to have to go to, to be treated as a satellite. We can't have to go to Melbourne or Geelong for our services or Ballarat because we need to be able to have it handy. Yeah. And we yes, think too, you know, some of, 
that's difficult enough as it is for somebody that might not have a say a physical health condition or be experiencing really significant anxieties or, or poverty, living below the poverty line, which is um, Centrelink. We, you know, it's clearly indicated that, people, that that's below the poverty line. So you add in all those factors as well um, and people miss out. So that's kind of, you know, a large part of the program that Kylie's um, facilitating at the moment is trying to figure out what everybody's doing because we know that organisations and grassroots community groups and friendship groups and, you know, there's lots of people doing lots and lots and lots of wonderful, good, um, you know, inclusion work in communities, but a lot of people are so time poor or they're really busy or they just don't know what everybody else is getting up to. So we kind of, we've, we've been tasked with finding it all out and figuring out the easiest, simplest way of everybody else knowing about it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we're like we're being a, con a conduit for for people to come together. Um, but one of the ironies of the project, I suppose, is the people who are most socially isolated are, are it's very hard to reach those people, you know. And um, especially if you're not in the area and you don't know the areas from the ground up. So that's why we're really trying to engage in local areas to using the expertise that's there, both amongst community members members and community groups and organisations. Um, they know what they need. They know what's going on. Um, and we can hopefully help facilitate people to be able to bridge some of those gaps to inclusion. Yeah. Well, when, when we, sorry, when we first started to broadcast down there because of our experiences in Geelong on another program on, with the, the Pulse, we found that the, the centre of activity, especially in needs area with allied health etc is where it comes from in a lot of regards that we went directly to colac area health and introduced ourselves to the ceo there and then that opens up the network for all the other people who use it um, mm -hmm. we found parkinson support groups we found everything through there um, a lot of the work care with the care care for people uh, homes residential and amkara all these other people where there seems to be a central thing with the, the colic area health that um, not all roads lead there, but uh, it was a great way for us to get our foot in. Mm. Yeah, well, we're coming to um, Colac next Wednesday, actually, Millie and I, and we're meeting with a few different uh, services in Colac. So we're hoping that that will give us more leads in the area too for how to engage and then you, one thing um, you've got to one thing you've got to get into is the blokes who the uh, men's shed. Yes, men's yeah. sheds are wonderful. Yeah, now, because they've got a lot of connections as well because they connect with the schools and a lot of other the a lot of the other people because they're a go-to place for little things to be done for all the the seniors groups and things like that. Mm -hmm. So there's Absolutely. A, there's, to pull it all together, it'd be a great job that you've got there. Was it designed specifically for you, Kylie? Yeah, I think it was created for me. <laughs> Well, I've got to beg the question as well again, Millie, that the, the fact that you've hired it in November during COVID, has your workload in, increased over the period, even though it's being done remotely? There's been a big increase in the mental health aspect of it or whatever? So, yes and no. I think the way that we do our work, um, or I know for me and my team, is quite organic in a lot of that sense. So 
it might not feel like you're doing some debriefing, for instance, but, but you actually are. So what COVID's done is that there's no uh, fluidity or organicness in anything that we're doing because it all has to be booked in. Mm. Um, and everything has to be, pre you know, I'm going to call somebody to have a discussion with them or I'm going to book in a half an hour chat to have a discussion. So there's none of that kind of free-flowing organicness that... Um, mm we find, you know, really supportive. And, and so do people uh, participating in the services as well. So that's, yeah, that's been definitely a challenge. But so you're saying that creates more work or? Yeah, it creates more work, absolutely, yeah. Okay, now one of the other ones, okay, I've got to get you on is keeping in touch. You've got a listing in your, on the front page of your, your website, which we can let everyone know is all the alltheweswellways.org. And that's simple, isn't it? There's mm -hmm. a lot of information there. Uh, there are two points that we need to cover before we get too much distance down the track, and that's your Wellways kit, which is your keeping in touch. What's that all about? Because to me, this is what our program is, the community connectors, wanting people to keep in touch and, you know, getting people to get other people to keep in touch. So how are you doing that? Millie, you're it. I'm it, no, sorry. No, no, Kylie's no, <laughs> taking this one on. Oh, no, she's not. So is this in, no. apologies, is this in direct relation to the, the website or, or us as individuals and, and no, the work we're doing now? Keep in touch. What is that as a, um, it, it is a project in itself in its own right, is it? Well, it, I mean, it started off, it was created in Gippsland, I'm pretty sure, Gippsland or New South Wales, and it's really, uh, it's a really great resource for people that might, kind of be in that space of where do I even begin? Um, you know, especially after long periods of isolation or, you know, a period of anxiety or mental ill health or even physical ill health, that whole coming back out of that period is, is quite daunting, um, which I'm sure, you know, everybody listening can agree. So it's got some really nice, uh, simple, easy to follow uh, headers which I actually can't get up on my computer because I don't have Google Chrome on it <laughs> well hopefully other people at home will be able to get on and have a look it's it's a re it's a really nice it's a really nice simple website and I, I really recommend people it's worth and is it, play around is it is it up to date with Victoria is it for Victoria as well so it's got Victorian resources okay yes it seemed to because with the keeping in touch thing when you're talking about the isolation our, our culture and our people, we, we don't seem to have that neighbourly type thing anymore that we really need to, to try and nurture that again, especially with what has happened over the last 12 months. So, you know, one of your things is a carers program, so you look after the carers, but quite often they need their help, but we need to be able to care for the people who are around us and be more neighbourly, do you think? That's absolutely, and that was one of the really... Um, cool things. I was reading some, I think it was a newspaper article or a study, but about all the mutual aid and community-based supports that popped up everywhere at the start of COVID. So I live in Geelong and even in my letterbox, I had a little thing that said, hi, if you have to isolate, um, if you need help with your groceries, um, et cetera, you know, this is my phone number, give me a call and I'll help you out. So, and there was a lot of, uh, I think it was called Angel Next Door. Angel um, next door. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of really grassroots mutual aid groups that just popped up because individuals like Transition Street Networks 
all these places when we even so local that it's to my street have recognized a need and we as a tiny little community even or a neighborhood yeah. they're going to do something about it which you know Absolutely. that's been one of the really cool things that i've mm -hmm. thought has come out of covid even though we're well and truly over it all <laughs> well we hope we are but one of the big things yeah. that needs to be is a continue continuation of it because with people changing now and maybe talking more to their neighbors and whatever else we need that to continue to be have that awareness that, that john mightn't be traveling too well we haven't seen him for a couple of days don't yeah. forget to knock on the door and say, hey, are you okay, mate? Yeah, ring ring up if you don't hear from someone. Yeah. Even yeah, on, that... Sorry, even okay. on Facebook, if I haven't seen someone on Facebook, I'll always uh, tap in and see, you know, how are you going? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, you're a lovely person, aren't you? <laughs> oh, I've got Can a big... you be my Facebook friend? <laughs> I've got a big Facebook family believe me and I also live in a good area where Greg fell over we were together and he fell over and there was a lot of people came to our aid you know just crossing the street people stopped and mm -hmm. said do you need a ride home we're only over the road but you know lots of uh, support around where we are yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that you really see the good in people don't you you do and, and kindness is free you know, it's just, it's a free thing that you can give. And the worst thing usually that's going to happen is someone tells you to get stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can feel good about that. <laughs> hugs, well, hug, hugs are free too and I'm missing hugs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh. Hugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's love all around. For sure, um, there were virtual hugs came all around over the screen and that smacking was me giving Edwina hugs. a kiss. Yeah, that must be very <laughs> odd to listen to. <laughs> this is the sound of COVID hugging. Yes. <laughs> um, the listeners are used to a bit of shenanigans on the on our program. Here. <laughs> anyway, what were you going to say, Kylie? Oh, thanks. I was just going to say that if there's anyone listening out there in the Colac Otway region who feels like, oh, this is an issue I'd really love to contribute to or I'd love to be a part of driving, you know, the design of, a, of resources and things like that, um, I'd love them to get in contact with me. Um, my email address is kwhyte at wellways.org. <laughs> I'll try that again. kwhyte at wellways.org. Now, I have got your mobile number. You don't want that published the way we're going? Uh, no, that's my personal one. It's not a work one. So the work one will be publishing of Millie's. Um, do you want your email published, Amelia Reed? A Reed? Absolutely. Well, it's A Reed, A R E I D, and once again, it's at wellways.org. Um, we can publish that as well. And uh, yes, Millie? And I just wanted to note too, um, with Kylie's request for people, you don't need any experience, you don't need to be working in an organization. Uh, we are looking, you know, we're looking for diversity in people's experiences of isolation, inclusion, grand ideas, tiny ideas, any ideas, you know, if you yeah. if, come and get on board. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, what we're about also is that loneliness and so social isolation does not need to be pathologized. You know, it's not 
it's not an illness. It's a social condition that we, most of us in the world experience at some point in our lives. And there's all sorts of reasons for that. And it's not, it's not something that is, you need to feel embarrassed about or, or shy about. It's just like, yeah, we're all, or a lot of us are feeling pretty socially isolated at times and some people more than others because of their life circumstances. And so how can we help everyone to, to minimise that? How can we make it easier? Well, yeah. we've got an idea for everyone, and I'm going to um, give it a bit of publicity now. All righty. Uh, is that the Colac Gotway Arts Trail is on, and it's on from April the 2nd to the 18th, and that the reg registrations are now open, and that is easy enough to do. It's at colacgotwayartstrail.com that you can register there, and there's also a phone number for Sue Tate I'll be putting up as well. Yeah, that's a great one for anyone to get out and get out of the house. And the arts trail is going to be on North, South and Central. It's going to be on a Copac. You can go around. There'll be a whole listing in all the newspapers and whatever else, and you'll be able to find out about it on their website, colacotwayartstrail.com. All right, so there's one of the things. There's so much goes on in our community. I, yeah, I... Stay at home. There's a lot of amazing arts in the Colac region. I went to a fantastic exhibition at Copac, I think it was a couple of years ago. It was the Weavers one, the the, the yarn fabric-y one. <laughs> that was so fantastic. It was amazing. It was fabulous, yep. Yeah. So there'll be weaving, there'll be pottery, there'll be glass blowing, glass blowing. there'll be you student art, like. there'll be adult art, there'll be lots of colour and... Schools wow. involved. Great way to get out. And what was that, Billy? Your waving. That was the, that was me waving my hands in excitement because <laughs> that's fabulous. Well, it was, and the thing, the uh, thing for it is the light at the end of the tunnel. So that's quite appropriate, isn't it? Yeah, sure, very, very appropriate. <laughs> and on top of that, now we need to mention also that if you need to, if you do need testing, everyone knows now. If you are a bit crook. You need to get tested. No need, no dilly dallying. We've got on top of this COVID bit, but um, we still need to keep Colac safe with uh, with COVID. The testing is back in the blue room in Connor Street, but you need to check it out on Facebook. Go to Colac Area Health Facebook, or get onto their website. Just Google Colac Area Health, and you'll be able to find out where and how to get onto the testing. Or you can just phone one eight hundred. Five one two four two four. So there's that was um, yes, one of the very cool things about you know that I was reading in the paper about Colac is with one of your outbreaks, and you know most of the community from what I what I've read sort of put themselves into a self-imposed lockdown. Yep, we did. And I, you know, and I saw all the the, the kilometres and kilometres of um, cars being tested. You know, and that that's community for you when everyone goes, well, we'll just do it then. <laughs> They did. They led as far as community goes. Colac led the area. Led it um, by realizing that this is not good enough. They're the sort of community that should take over America or should have taken over America. And we nearly, really, I do really feel sad for that country. But now that they've got a new president, um, let's hope they step ahead. But over four hundred thousand dead is uh, an abomination. That's terrible. Mm. It's a great legacy That's that this man has left, isn't it? Anyway, we won't he who shall remain nameless. nameless. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we will not say anything. Look, we better wrap up now. <laughs> um, 
and thank so you. So lovely to talk to you both. It's been great. We've had yarns before now, but we have actually got to see each other on Zoom. It would be nice to catch you in the studio at some stage when everything is flying around Colac and we can lovely. get everything up and running. But look, yep. I, I really will. I thank you, Kylie and Millie from Wellways for having a yarn with us today. Now, we are going to go out with a track by a chap who, well, we know pretty well, don't we, Ed? Who's this, Greg? Urimal. Urimal oh. is going to be with a track <laughs> called For Everyone with Geordie Lane. It's a great little track that uh, we've picked up, and that was chosen by Millie. No, by Kylie. So Kylie <laughs> chose. Kylie's been our DJ today. And, and well uh, chosen. Well chosen. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so now, and before I do, before we do go, I need to just sort of ostracise Millie a little bit for being the person who is here taking care of people and whatever else and yet has not taken care of herself and got sunburnt. What's the word for oh, people yeah. out there about, about doing the appropriate thing from here on in, Millie? Oh, gosh, slip, slop, slap. You Wear your hat. for a slap. Wear your hat. Yeah. It is dangerous. 11 till 3, stay under a tree. <laughs> <laughs> so just please. The UV is absolutely terrible at the moment. I've, I'm just covered in blisters. It's awful. So um, even though it might not be hot outside, please please pop some sunscreen and a long sleeve shirt on if you're prone to getting sunburned. Keeping your hat on. No, do all the right <laughs> stuff and be aware of what it's doing to you. Don't get sunstroke the way Millie did. So... That's it. I'm not saying anymore. I'm not I, being your dad. I'm going to tell a tale. We were outside talking to a lovely man that goes past and he's in his late 70s. He's an Australian. He was an Australian ballerina. but he's a Ballet dancer. Ballet dancer. He's very down to earth and just an amazing man. And he's looking for a place to rent in Geelong because he wants to move away to a quieter unit. <laughs> but we had an amazing chat and Naughty Greg was sitting in the sun without a hat, Millie. Oh, dear. And I'm, okay, I've said, <laughs> said, okay, we're in strife. I'm going to edit that out. You've been here. <laughs> I have thanked you both, Kylie and Millie, for being with us from Wellways. We, will be, we, we can talk again, I dare say, because there's so much more to learn. Mm. We'll keep you updated with what's going on with our, with the project and in Colac, and uh, we'd love to come and chat with you again sometime if if you want. And I'd love to um, I love having a yarn over food, so maybe we can chuck on a Barbie, and you know, if anybody wants to come down and have a chat about inclusion or lack thereof, that could be something we could do. I think right. outside and take our shoes off and get a bit grounded. <laughs> That'd be fabulous. That's good. All right, Millie and yes. Kylie, we've got to get going, otherwise we'll never get out of here. Yes, got to get to the next. All, right, so all the W's, <laughs> wellways.org, and that number, the 1300 number, 1300 If you give that a call, that'll end up getting you directed by having just answering a couple of funny yeah. questions or silly questions. And, and our local number is 03-433-0251. 03-433-0251. That's the one. Got it. 
All right, we'll publish thank that one. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Oh, thank you, guys. Okay, well, we're going to have a look at Geordie and Yerimal, and we'll be back with you again next week. It's been Edwina and Greg here on OCRFM in Colac, 98.3 and 88.7 FM along the coast. We'll get this podcast up as soon as we can, and we have also been streaming live with our guests, Amelia Millie Reed and Kylie White. We talk to you again next week. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Thank you. See you and um, good luck at the dentist. <laughs> oh, thank you. At least you won't have these teeth that go. Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station.